One of the questions you probably have is how is President Trump going to win any of these cases? Does he does he have a chance? Does there exist a chance at all that he can win? This is the most important question you have. Can he win this? This is this is critical. Because this right now is arraignment theater. This is also the J6 cover-up and overkill. And America, as you know, hangs its head in shame. But there's good news. How do you suppose, how do you think, how is it going to be that he somehow wins this? Can he win it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, I, I think he has the firepower to do it. But you have to think about the strategy. Because I hope he's in this, he's in it to fight for not just him, but for all of us. He's got to fight bigly, big time. What does he do? How does he, how does he do this? Well, first and foremost, let me ask you to accept my thanks for you being here and joining us this evening. It means so much to me. I can't say that enough. I love this. This is my, I get up kind of sort of with you. I start today at 8 a.m. every day and I finish off sort of. Still have other stuff to do, but you are you are like family. You are this unique group that I can talk to because I don't have anybody other than Mrs. L. I have nobody in my life. I told you a few people here and there, but nobody really gets it. I don't feel at home with them. I don't feel comfortable, but I feel comfortable with you. And I hope you feel comfortable with us. And I hope that throughout the years of doing this, we have all kind of sort of been, you know, together as one kind of a wacky family. I mean that. So thank you. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for liking. Thank you for hitting that bell so you're notified of live streams and new videos. And don't forget also, thank you for our for supporting our great our great friends, our great sponsor at mypillow.com. Love those guys. Love those cats, as it were. Well, let's talk about this. What is Trump gonna do? Well, let's stick with the case in DC, shall we? That's the most fun. That's the most fun. I kind of like that because that's the most current case. It's the most, um, it's the one that everybody seems to be talking about because it's Jack Smith and it's not, you know, Florida with eh, the documents case. Why is this important? First things first. Don't worry about the judge being tough. Don't worry about anything like that. Judges are always tough. Judges are federal. Every judge has their their way. Every judge has their idiosyncrasies and the like. Please do not let this bother you. But did a brand new video. In fact, you're going to get this thing first. You have it first right now. Right this moment. Right this second. It is, uh, there it is, before anybody else. Ta-da! Let me try it again. Let me get my, let me get my da-da moment. Got to get the right da-da moment, because if we don't have the right da-da moment, what's the point? There we go. And here we go. And here we go with the 
Da-da. Yep, that's it. That's the da-da moment. Here's what we're going to do. And here's what happens. First, President Trump is going to put the 2020 election on trial. He is going to put the 2020 case on trial. Somebody said the nicest thing right now. And I want to say this. Where was this? Someone said this that I. Here we go. Look at this. This is the nicest thing ever. Polka dot Suzanne, you saved me during COVID-19. That is the sweetest thing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. I love that. Look at this. Let's all like this. My family doesn't get it either. I'm thankful for you, of you guys, which is true, which is really true. This is, it's us against the world. Look at this. Junior was at it. It's us against the world is you and me against the world. Sorry. It's absolutely incredible. And I mean it. And I'm not just saying I'm trying to be corny and all this stuff. But let's get back to brass tacks, shall we? Good. Uh, let me see. Go back to my banners. There we go. Now, let me see. Hang on a minute. Come uh, da, 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 da. Where is this? Hang on a minute. So much stuff. There we go. How about that? You can also follow me on Lionel Media, which is always good too. Isn't that great? That's good. Now, here's what happens. Trump goes in and he puts the whole case on trial. Trump basically says, Your Honor, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you're saying I'm crazy. You're saying I'm crazy to believe that we won 2020 or that we lost 2020 or that we're, you're, you're saying that we're crazy to, to believe or to suspect or to say anything that Joe Biden didn't really get 81 million votes. You think I'm crazy. Because in essence, this comes down to that. This comes down to me explaining to you why I'm not crazy. So what he does is he puts the entire case on, he puts the entire trial on the on trial. He puts 2020 on trial. And he says, let me explain this to you. Let me explain to you, your honor, and to the jury, why I thought that 2020 was stolen. Not that I did anything to promote or to propound or to encourage or aid or abet any kind of, of you know, violence. Oh, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, let me explain to you how I did this. Let me explain to you what I did. And why? And here's the story. And I want you to imagine this. I want you to hear objection, 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 objection. Keep it up. Objection. I want you to do everything you can within the rules of, of the rules of evidence to have the to have the um Prosecution, object, 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 object. So that you put on, you give an appellate record the likes of which they've never seen. This man never even had a trial. Why? Because his defense is, let me tell you why I thought they stole the election. Let me tell you why I think they stole the election. Let me explain to you why I think they stole the election. And in order for me to do this, I've got to be able to tell you 
this is this is it. Makes sense to me. Doesn't it make sense to you? I think so. It's very simple. So Trump just puts on this case. He puts on this case. He puts on this trial. He puts on this story about what happened to him from the time that he first came on board. From the time he came out of nowhere. From, was it June 16th, I think, 2015, when he descended down the Descended down the escalator in Trump Tower. You should see Trump Tower. On 57th and 5th Avenue, right there. You should see in Trump Tower, the they have a, a gift shop that is packed with people who love him. This, is, this goes on right now. People who take pictures. That, that area is kind of like, it was last time we were there. It was... It was uh, cordoned off or it was it was um, um, whatever you call it but it, it it's it's famous it's famous it's where the ascension took place it's incredible and what happened was from that moment and Trump has to explain this to people from that moment his life and everything changed like you cannot believe. Remember, remember, um, um, there was the Carter Page. Carter Page had probably one of the worst cases. I don't know why you don't hear about him as a one of the more successful or notable plaintiffs in this whole thing. Because what they did to him was just inordinate. It was inordinate, like you cannot possibly believe. And then he explains what happened to his family. And explains if they tell people that he was actually impeached twice. He was impeached twice. In addition to having FISA courts, the, the, the FISA courts, come at him with the, the likes of which nobody ever could imagine. The, the FISA courts, where they came up and made up basically stories about prostitute Russians, Russian prostitutes, Relieving themselves on beds. I, I don't even understand it. I don't know. What the, I, I still, so help me. Can you, does that make sense to you? Why did he do that? I don't know. I don't know. Then he talks about Hillary Clinton. Then he shows how other people have done the same thing. And what it, why? To show them, to say, one of the reasons why I did this, Your Honor, I'm not trying to show you kind of like, you know, tit for tat, like, well, they did it so I can do it. I'm trying to show you that in our world, this is not uncommon. This is not uncommon for me to think that I can do this. And the reason why it's not uncommon is what I'm doing right now. I'm showing you this. I am showing you this. And then he puts on witnesses. He puts on political scientists. He puts on constitutional scholars. He talks about whether what he was suggesting is or is not legal. And then he puts on historians to talk about 1960 in Hawaii. Fine, how are you? And then he talks about his own. And pretty soon, somebody yells, stop it. Let just get him off this. We can't take this anymore. Ah. We can't take this anymore. Please make it stop. Make it go away. We can't handle this anymore. That's the thing which is the most important. 
That's the part which kills me. We can't take this. And Trump says, oh, no, no, I'm just getting started. I'm not done yet. Let me explain to you what I went through. Let me show you. Let me explain to you what I went through. Because his cases, remember, they're telling him, you had no basis to believe that you could do this, that you were crazy, that there was no good faith basis for this. What you did, what you did was wrong. And you knew it was wrong. You knew it was wrong. And you knew that it was in violation of the law. And he says, no. How does he prove that? What's his defense? By putting the 2020 election on trial. And basically saying to them, and hoping the judge is crazy enough to say no. Leave an appellate record that says, my God, did you let this guy put on a defense? No. You didn't let him even put on an election. And now you don't even let him have a defense. What are you doing? This is exactly what we hope for. And I hope he has the wherewithal. Now, I've got news for you. I hope, I think Lauro was one of his lawyers. I like him a lot. His lawyers have to speak. And I want them to be very professorial I want them to look very, very um, lawyerly, very juridical, very courtroomy. I don't want them to look like Rudy. I'm sorry. Did any of you see a young lady who claims to be his lawyer? Uh, I believe she was his lawyer and then changed his mind or or is not anymore i i i i don't know who she is what her name is i have no idea no idea but she shows up and speaks to cameras and speaks to people wearing a kind of a purpley thing and i think frankly inappropriate as a lawyer Now, you may say, oh, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it does matter. It does matter. Not only do you have to win in the courtroom, you have to win in the world of public opinion. Now, I can't do anything about Trump. I don't want Trump to do anything differently than he normally is. I want him to act the way he is. Look at this. Can you have Trump on your show sometime? Oh, dear God, Liz. That would be wonderful, but I would tell him, do not do this. But, but yeah, you know, that would be a, that would, you know what? If I did, you would never see me again. <laughs> you would never see me again. I would be, I would be so, let's face it. I would be so marginalized from anything that even remotely looks like social media. Forget it. I mean, that's the way, I mean, that's that. Thank you very much for your thoughts, but you got to be crazy to do that. Now, Trump needs to do his thing. He needs to act like nothing has happened, but that everything has happened. Trump has to also say, he has to sit down and say, what is your, what is your, what is your anger, uh, angle? Let me ask you a question. Dear friends, dear friends, dear great, great friends. And by the way, Liz, God bless you. You are a delight. And the reason God made Oklahoma, and I mean that sincerely. We all know what Trump's angle is, right? We know what he's going to say. We, we know what his thoughts are. We got it. We understand it, right? Good. Now, here's my question. 
What do you think Trump has to do? Tell me your thoughts on how he portrays himself. They're, they're going to say it in a bad light. They say that he was irked, irked that a magistrate referred to him as Mr. Trump versus President Trump. Do you think he has a, 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 a leg to stand on? I think so. He is always, if, if the story is true, remember, you always have to start off with if the story is true. I would refer to President Obama as President Obama. I told you this before. The president is not Obama. He's our president. It's, he's part of our constitution, our history, our, he was the president. Whether it was Nixon or whatever it is. For them to call him Mr. Trump? Mr. Trump, what are you? Are you kidding me? Mr. Trump, no, 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 no. We don't do that any longer. We don't say we don't. So I understand that's a good point. They're trying, they're trying, trying, trying their very best to break him down. Remember, nobody cares about CNN. I want you to listen to me. Nobody cares about CNN. Nobody cares about Fox. Nobody cares about Newsmax. The people who are already there do. The inside baseball people do. Don't worry about that. Don't just don't worry about that. The question is simply this. What do you think regular folks are going to think about this? When they keep seeing Trump. And by the way, do you believe they're going to charge him in Fulton County? You betcha. At this point, why not? Now, Trump can say things that you and I can't. Trump says, come on, everybody else, come on. North Dakota, dig something up. Come on, hit me with something. Come on, you don't want to be, you don't want to be let out of this, do you? Come on. Is there a magic number? Of course not. I am big business. In a very weird world, in a very weird way, I believe, I honestly God believe that Trump loves this and hates this. You understand this? Howie Brown says, it was, uh, look at this, Grateful Girl says, yes, not professional attire. Tamia Alina Haba is her name, yes, thank you. Purple rain, not good, not good, not good. I don't even know if she even, I don't even know if she, if she represents him, I don't know. Please, please do not use this as a means by which you're trying to promote your own. She reminds me of this. Who's that golfer? This woman who's a, a golfer now. She, she, she doesn't do with golf. She just basically bends over. Look, let me explain something to you. I, women have it tough enough. Women have it tough enough. In the courtroom, professional. I want you to think professional. Don't, don't do anything to detract from Trump. Don't do anything. Remember, he has a problem with women. He has a problem with some women, specifically that stupid E. Jean Carroll case is still, oh, people don't like that one. Oh, they don't, they don't like what he said. And, they, and I hope they've forgotten it. And I hope he ditched that Joe Tacopina, that lawyer, once and for all. Get rid of him. Get, you've got to look like, let me give you an example of something. Let me give you an example. The best one I ever saw was a guy named, I think his name was Brendan Sullivan. Brendan Sullivan represented um, represented uh, Oliver North. 
And Brendan Sullivan looked kind of Mr. Peepers. He just looked so good. Another one who looks terrific is um, James LaRosa. He represented Paul Castellano. He was so very, very serious. Very not unflamboyant. Unlike Bruce Cutler. No. Absolutely. These people yell and scream. No. No, no, no. Whenever you go to a court, whenever you, you, if somebody that you know gets in trouble, if somebody you know gets in trouble, you want the guy in particular, you want the guy, depending upon the case, but, but you want the guy that all of the clerks would go to and the judges would go to if they got in trouble. You want the guy who, when he walks in, but he says, Jerry, how are you? Who knows all the clerks, knows the names, knows the names of the personnel, the guy who knows it ins and outs, the one who just walks in. And by the way, just gives people the idea that I know what I'm talking about. And you can kind of believe me because there's going to come a time here. There's going to come a time when you're going to have to look at me. And if I tell you something, even though it's not evidence, you're going to need to believe me. And I'm going to, I'm going to make you believe me. I'm going to make you believe me and you're going to like me. And I'm going to be kind of like in your, somebody you can trust. That's all. Somebody you can trust. Somebody that you can say, you know what? I like this guy. I've seen this before. I, 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 I have seen it. It's not everything. It's not everything. Because the issue is going to be to be able to convince that jury. Here is what you're going to do. You're going to ask yourself a very simple question. Was President Trump sincere and real and legitimate and authentic when he said to you, I believed they stole my election? Because he's not being charged. He's not being charged with starting a riot, inciting a riot, none of that stuff. He basically was talking about fraud and they're saying basically he he had no basis to believe any of this stuff. Well, you know what? He did. And that's the thing which is the most important. And all I want the jury to understand is one thing, one thing, one issue. Just give them one. And you can start off in the opening statement, say, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I want you to, I'm going to tell you something now that I'm going to tell you later on. They will not be able to prove at all. What was in the president's mind? President Trump. <clears throat> and you can do a motion in limine. Motion in limine or limine, depending upon who you are. This is something you can use ahead of time. This is a motion. You kind of you work something ahead of time. For example, I was very surprised that they allowed Oliver North to wear his Marine uniform when he was up for that thing. Remember that? I'm surprised they did that, but but they you can do this. You, for example, they might do a motion in limine or limine to prevent anybody from using the term espionage in in the in the Mar-a-Lago case. You can you can do a lot of things. You can if you anticipate there's going to be something. But but the best opening line, the best opening state opening line, opening statement is, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm telling you right now, and I'm going to tell you in closing, they are not going to tell you, be able to tell you what's in his mind. They want you to believe. That President Trump basically, in speaking this, didn't believe it, didn't know what he was saying, was lying because he could not believe or did not want to believe or could not take the fact that he lost the election. 
And that's what they're going to tell you. They're going to tell you this. This is, this is their, this is their thing. This is what they're going to tell you. And it is so wrong. It's not even remotely funny. You tell them that it's this thing. It's this thing. And you tell them, remember, I'm telling you this. Remember, you're going to be hearing a lot of witnesses. You're going to be hearing a lot of people talk about stuff. And in the back of your mind, always ask yourself this very simple question. Have I, have they dispelled anything? Silver Fox says, Lionel, do you think Trump will be granted a change of venue from D.C. to West Virginia? Silver Fox, by the way, thank you, Mr. Fox. Uh, I would probably say no. Unfortunately, no. And the reason why is simply this. The judge has to kind of sort of agree to it, number one. Number two, you have to show that a defendant cannot get a fair trial. Is that even possible? I don't know. Number three, Mr. Fox, do you think it is possible? Do you think it is possible for anybody to go anywhere in this country and not know about President Trump? The only reason you're moving to West Virginia is to get a different jury pool because of more voters. That's going to be tough. Your Honor, we want to move, but change venue. Well, in D.C., uh, 90% voted against Trump, but in West Virginia, it was more like 60%. That's not a basis. That's called forum shopping. You've got to have something that you cannot get a fair trial. Those are very tough. Those are tough. But in the old days, statistically, if you could show theoretically that from the jury pool, nobody voted for him. But here's the next thing. As a prosecutor, Mr. Fox, I'm going to say, I'm not asking voters to elect him. I'm saying, can they be fair? Are you telling me that somebody who didn't vote for Trump can't be fair in answering a a question? Sure they can. Absolutely. They've done it all the time. Juries are incredible. You ask them one question. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Now, the thing is, during during state court, which is wonderful, in a lot of cases, you have what they call voir dire, V-O-I-R-D-I-R-E. Voir dire or voir dire. It means to say or to speak the truth. And in state court, many times, oh, I used to have so, you have so much fun asking people questions, finding unique ways. Federal court's a different story. They don't like that. They ask a court, can you be fair? Oh, yeah. Well, who's going to say, no, I can't be fair, Your Honor. No, I can't be fair. People have this idea that they go to court and they can say, just tell people you want to you wanna give them the death penalty. Your Honor, I think they should give them the death penalty. Could you come up here, please? Yeah. You say that one more time and I'm going to hold you in contempt. I know what you're doing. You're not going to poison my jury. Do I, do I make myself clear? I know what you're doing. We don't talk like that. So don't think you're going to get away with it. Okay? You got it? That's what they tell you. But my brother-in-law, your brother-in-law is an idiot. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. But here's the thing, and you stand up and say, and there's nothing better than saying, Your Honor, I have no reason to believe that these fine people will not be able to answer one question. Did the federal government, did the United States of America, did the government prove what President Trump was thinking? No. Well, there you go. That's not guilty. Next. That's the issue. That's the issue. You want to nail it down. Not only that, 
You want people to hear about this. You want there to be a record. This might be the best. This might be something that, because Fox News isn't going to do it because they're, they're, they're going to veer too much into Dominion. And you can also bring that up. Nobody ever wants to talk about this. Nobody wants to talk about this. There are reasons why you think things. There are reasons why you believe things about uh, who killed JFK, about uh, whether elections work, about uh, fentanyl or drugs or Democrats or Fox News or 9-11 or what. You've, you've got things that you believe in and you're not crazy. You don't say something knowing it to be false. You don't say something knowing that it could cause or that it could be responsible for uh, causing, you know, riots or the like. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that in the least. This is this is this is the part which is very, very important for people to realize this. You've got to look at what he's being charged with and hold him to it. And then we, and then make that jury think. And and there's nothing better than, ladies and gentlemen, do you remember when I first met you? And I told you that they would not be able to prove what President Trump was thinking. Remember when I told you that? Do you remember that? Yes, that's exactly what I Well, you know what? I was right. They put in a very good trial. Mr. So-and-so, we learned a lot about January 6th. We learned a lot about the... Uh, rioting, uh, the people who were arrested. We didn't hear about everything about January 6th, but the problem is January 6th is really irrelevant. And that's where the motion to eliminate comes in too. You can do this beforehand. You can sit there. You can also object. Wait, what are we talking about 9-11, January 6th for? That's the, we're talking about the election. Frame this thing. Frame it. Now, The sad part about everything is that we have to think about the president's stamina. And we have to think about his mental wherewithal and what he feels. Do you know what that was like for him to go back to D.C.? Do you know what that was like? Do you have any idea of what that was like for him? What D.C. represents to him? I bet you Nixon had a better view of D.C. than he did. You got to remember what, what, what Trump thinks as a man, as a human being, what he did. He wanted to be respected and loved, and he wanted you to be proud of him. He wanted you more than anything else to say, thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, sir. Remember how we always talked about that? Thank you, sir. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for making us better. Thank you for looking for our, for our borders and our veterans. Thank you for lowering unemployment. Thank you for, I, I when 401ks were, thank you. And whether you like it or not, whether you, I don't know what you feel about vaccines, warp speed, that was him. He did it. Trump's really good about things that are very strange. Trump loves logistics. He's like a quartermaster. Trump is a guy who owns hotels and he has to know how to get all these TVs there, how to get all these. Like one time he talked about 
Carpets. He knew every kind of carpet you got to get. You buy all this carpet. He just loves things like that. So when you had to get, when he had to worry about working with the army, working with provisions, making, having them produce vaccines, again, whatever. He was very good at that. That's what he does. I think he would have been a, a, an incredible commander-in-chief, a tremendous commander-in-chief. And the thing that you understand, you, you must understand this, and I think Victor Davis Anson, to his credit, said this. If you look at generals like Patton, Curtis LeMay, Matthew Ridgway, Sherman, U.S. Grant, these were people who, oddly enough, you could tell they were great generals because they loved war. They, they turned, is it uh, Washington writes this one letter to somebody about when he heard a bullet, now provided you're not hit, of course, but when he heard this bullet go past, he said, wow. He didn't run. He said, let's go. Same thing with Churchill. Same thing. I think it was the Boer War. Who knows? But but they, they react differently. Patton. Patton was a misfit. Patton was this rich guy. He was the richest guy. He married up. and But he did something that nobody did. He took the third arm and he says, I'm not going to sit here and wait. Let's go, boys. Let's go. He went charging. In the old days, they set up defensive perimeters. They were like a wall. He said, screw that. Let's go. He rewrote it. Matthew Ridgway, he had like, I don't know how many heart attacks he had. And then he like lived to be 95 and he married this young woman. He wore a, a grenade and a, and, a, and a first aid little kit. They called him Iron Tits. That was his nickname. And he basically, he and O.P. Smith saved, saved more soldiers and Marines in, in uh, Korea. And the biggest blowhard was that Douglas MacArthur. There were people, Bull Halsey, Nimitz, people who just, I mean, they were good. But man, when it came time for war, they were, there's something that they had. They could command people. Grant was incredible. Sherman, oh my God, Stonewall Jackson. These were these were people who, in war, U.S. Grant. If it wasn't for he could only be a general in war. Everything else was like, eh. by the way, one of the best biographers. Trump had something, and Trump needs focus, and Trump needs he needs somebody to sit here and say this one. And this lawyer, I'm sorry, when I saw this, purple with the low cut, no, 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 no. Because they're going to say, see, there he is. See, that's the, this is what people are going to say. See, that's what he goes after. Here he is in a fight for his life and he hires this. No, he didn't. No, no, no. There's no, he doesn't care how things look. He cares about kind of what he says. He needs somebody to look after him, to coordinate, to say, do this, don't do that, do this. This is the greatest story. This is still, and I'm telling you right now, and I know people, people, we have lost more friends. How many here have lost friends? How many of you to this day, to this day, 
have never have lost family, friends, jobs, business, and and you weren't even the biggest Trump supporter. All you did was say, "Oh, good." Chesty Puller, Ginger Ram was all, Ginger Ginger Ram. Yes, was fantastic. He was he was he just uh, I mean, he looked like my God. How many of you have lost lost friends, family? We found out. Where's a friend of ours who died? She went to her grave not talking to us. And I'm thinking, what the hell did I do? What did I do? Yeah, what Trump. Did I ever talk to you about Trump? Did I ever say anything to you about Trump? Did I ever what do you know about Trump and me? What? And if I did, so what? Who in the hell are you talking to me? I've never seen anything like it. Never saw and it just I dug my heels in. Oh, thank you for letting me know you're not a pal. Thank you for this. I, my real friends, my real friends, one guy I'm known for, oh. Forty-seven? Well, almost fifty years. He can't stand Trump. Has nothing to do with us. Nothing. My my pal I've known since the third grade. We were parents and we suspend, you know, did, we did sleepovers. We didn't even know how they were called in third grade, like this. I don't care what it is. That's a friend. That's family. That's friend. Liz says, people you would never think would turn on you would turn on you. And I'm telling you, they get, it's, it's, the, it's, the most, it's the most incredible thing in the world. And especially people that you were good to or people that you like. But the best part is, I never said anything to them. I never talked to them. You know, it's one thing, I don't know about you, but every now and then, you don't really see it, but in the old days, there would be people who would be, they were always trying to proselytize. Have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior? Would you, I'm having a drink now, please, please, Jerry, stop it. You know what I mean? They were like, I never picked up the phone and said, hello, yes. Margo? Yeah, listen, do me a favor. Yeah, I know it's late. You got to vote for Trump. You got I never said anything. Never. Think about what I'm telling you. I ne- or I never talked to these people. I haven't talked to them. But we all suffered from this. We went through something which was, uh, you. I cannot believe it. I saw my country lose its mind. I saw people go crazy over vaccines and standing too close to somebody. I saw... At an acme, at an acme in Montclair, New Jersey, a sticker on a lane, this is a grocery store, that said, you have to go this way. And then the next lane, you next aisle, you go down this way because COVID, SARS-CoV-2, does not jump does not, does not hang in the air if you're going in one direction. I didn't even know what the hell that was about. I saw people going nuts. I one time got into a I I I, I got into an argument one time. Ah, this drunk broad. I shouldn't say that, but I do. She was arguing with me about 
vaccines. I never said anything. I ne- I never said one thing or another. I never. People were arguing all of a sudden about stuff. It's like I didn't even say anything. Which of course I realize it because once I realize people are drunk, then I go in for the kill. I have a good time with that one. So we've all we we've all invested in this. We've all been through this. This is something, and I want to tell you the truth. You ready for this? Let me tell you something. I saw this little things in Washington, D.C. at the White House gift shop. Right across from Treasury, right, the White House is right there, this gift shop. It was packed constantly. And guess what they were buying? You betcha. Trump stuff like you cannot believe. I told you this. People loved him. You can go right now, anytime. The only thing I was very sad to see, there should have been a line of people from Bedminster lined up in support as he drove to uh, the airport. That's the only thing. That was, that was pretty, that wasn't nice. But what are you going to do? Maybe people are busy, they're tired. It's kind of remote, but still they would have found time. Democrats would have done it. Oh, they would have done that. They would have bust people in with a box lunch and a you know coupon for a Barbie movie or something. Democrats are good with that. Republicans are terrible. They're terrible organizers. And I'm telling you, when was the first time you ever think about this? We're all on trial for this in a weird way. We've been through this. It's like we they won't let him go. And what did he do? What did he do? Did he do this to make money like that, like those those criminals in the Biden administration? Did he do that? Did he make any money? He lost money. He lost more money. He's losing money right now. They're, the legal fees alone. Oh my God. I don't care how many billions. I don't care if you're. I don't know if he had, if, if he sold the Trump, the, 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 whatever. I mean, he just, he, he lost money. They went after Ivanka for the thing with the patterns or the, or the copyrights for that. I mean, they, they just, they, it, it was unbelievable. They went after him and they never let up it's something it is unbelievable I'm telling you look at this in fact uh, Joseph has a very good thing he said the shelves being emptied was an eye opener of just what America can do to you uh, in an instant and no crime yep oh you ain't seen nothing yet because this isn't about Trump. This is about more. This is about everything else coming up. This is not just about Trump. This is about everything. Let me tell you what's going to happen right now. Uh, Mrs. L just sent this. There was a. Let's know what China's doing. China plans to set daily limits on children's screen time. Isn't that interesting? Bobby Kennedy is also suing now. I think he's suing uh, Google. 
uh, there was a, a story this week where the CIA was involved in Wikipedia. China plans to set daily limits on children's screen time. When Trump said China in uh, this week on the thir- yesterday, it was yesterday. Yesterday was, I think, the centenary of the Calvin Coolidge um, inauguration. In the middle of the night, they found out that Warren Harding died. And he was someplace in Massachusetts. Some, I don't know where the hell this was. It was so bad, they didn't even have a train station there. Nothing grew in this time. It was really bad. And his father, who was a notary, swore him in as a president. And Calvin Coolidge, silent Cal, Calvin Coolidge left with a smaller budget than when he came in. He shrunk the budget, not lower taxes. Not, not a great, no, no, the budget. He made the government smaller. <laughs> what? Warren Harding, they said, was the most corrupt. Warren Harding has nothing compared to Biden. Nothing. Why do you think Joe Biden, why do you think they have found nothing? Why is, why is, why is, why is Hunter Biden not really under the prison yet? Why? Why do you think? Do you think they're doing this for Joe? Do you think they're doing this for Joe? Let me ask you a question. Do you think even the shadow government gives a damn about Joe? Do you think so? If these if these folks who run the show says, you know, this would be good if we if we hose a, you know what, that's a good idea. Why don't we just, why don't we break it off and old uh, Hunter, send him to the Huskow for, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Yeah, commute the sentence later on. Maybe force Joe to, to pardon his son. But let's really show him, like, see, we mean business. Just one guy. Nobody likes Bar- uh, Hunter. Let me say this again to you. Nobody likes Hunter. You realize what I'm saying? Nobody likes Hunter. Nobody. Nobody. It would be easy. It would be the easiest thing in the world if they were just to say, go ahead. Just do it. Why don't you think so? Because he's got more dirt on people than you can imagine. Laptop. Where's the laptop? Does everybody have, everybody have access to it? Remember, what was, what was Epstein about? It's about that. This place is so corrupt. It is so, it is so vile. Trump never did that. Trump's kids never did this. Never. What did he do? What did he do as president? Nothing but try to help us. So you know my position on that. If he goes and he puts the 2020 election on trial, that's how he wins. That's how he wins. Listen to me what I'm telling you this. It's a great, great, great plan. And the level of corruption of this country is something you cannot imagine. And the level, and it can go like this. We need the biggest, baddest, Buford Pusser, Jack Reacher, a badass military and law enforcement all over the country. We need to show these people how big and how powerful and how bad we are. I am not kidding you. I am not kidding you. And we can do this, my friend. Do not lose your faith. 
Do not lose your faith. If you do, if you say, oh, well, then they win. And if you pray, pray for him. Pray for his courage. Pray for him to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. How he, I don't know how he does it. He's got to put on a front. Everybody says, oh, he's old. nobody, everybody kisses his arse all the time. Nobody really cares. Nobody. These people, he's just a rock star. His whole world is nothing but a bunch of glad handers and four flushers. And I've seen this. I know who these people are. They, they don't really, they just, they, they use him. They use him as far as they can. They use him. They abuse him. They don't care one thing about him, one way or another. Nothing. They don't, they don't. And I think he's all alone. I don't think his wife's with him. I don't know if he's if he sees his son. I have no idea. I have no earthly idea. I hope that maybe Bedminster does, maybe, but I have no idea. I have no idea. And they do nothing but use this guy. Nothing but use him. Everybody. And are any of his friends coming out to say, we're going to help you? All of his friends, all the big shots, all the, the billionaires that he made even more money when this economy was hot, who's helping him? Nobody, because they're uh, scared, as we say, in Hell's Kitchen. Nobody is. He's got nobody. Nobody. And he's 77. And you know, a funny thing happens when you get to be that age. You know, things kind of all of a sudden one day you don't you don't bounce back as fast. You you ever see that somebody goes like I go to the hospital next thing you know it's like hey you know he's in the hospital yeah yeah they gave him us you know had this weird thing at a UTI infection next thing you know he's in the hospital and things just just go when you get to a certain point you know whatever it is I don't think he's in the best shape in the world he looks he looks he looks damn good for somebody who has been through what he is but you never know. Nobody wants the end of your life fighting like this? Like some mafia don? Like you're fighting for your life? For what? What the hell did I do? Imagine the scene. He's in a cell. Somebody says, what did you do? What what are you in for? I don't know. Love my country? Love my country? Wanted to change things? I didn't need this. I was a billionaire. I was the toast of New York. You know, I have no idea how big he was. He was on every show. Howard Stern loved him. He was the hottest thing around. Had the number one TV show. Didn't have to do anything. Never, I never saw it one time. The Apprentice, number one. His name was Gold. They loved him. Oh my God. He was just the prince of the city. And now, on uh, West Side Highway, they took his name down off of these buildings. They take his name down. But what do you think history is going to show? And I saw that Doris Kearns Goodwin. Dear God, I didn't know what I was looking at. I did not know. It reminded me when I saw her, I'm going to say something that's so terrible. This is so terrible. I'm going to say it, but it's terrible. When I saw the picture, when I saw her, I didn't know who she was. I didn't recognize her. She had a face of her. These people with their facelifts. I don't know why they're... She reminded me of that kid, Rock, what's his name? Rocky Dennis or Rocky, whatever. Remember the, the mask? Remember that kid, the Cher movie? It's like, what is this? And she's saying, she's trashing Trump. You're a historian. You're a historian. Richard Norton Smith, at least, well, I think it's his name. At least we'll say, well, let's wait a little bit. He, I, I, 
it's a little early for me as a historian to, but even she did it. They have to do it. And that, who is it? Another one is that, um, uh, Beschloss. Oh, these hacks. Name one president in your lifetime, this exciting. Name one president who could get people to show up hours and days in advance for a rally. Name one. Go ahead. Take all the time in the world. Name one. Tell me. Anybody? Anybody? Jimmy Carter? George W. Bush? How about Bill, Bill Clinton? No. Who? Nobody. Nobody. He was a guy who hit a nerve and now he's on the he's on trial in a fight for his life because these people want him in prison. Think about that. Dear friends, let me thank you. Let me thank you for your kindness. Let me thank you for your courage. Let me thank you for sticking with us. Let me thank you. You are great. We love you madly. You are wonderful. Bless you. Bless you. I can't can't say it enough. You're the only people I can talk to. You are the only people I can talk to. Isn't that something? The only people I can talk to. And it's one of those ones where I just, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I, uh, it's very sad in a way, very sad because, you know, here I am. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of my friends, people I know, people I like. I'm in my, um, I guess, I'm in my, that stage where I, I, I would kind of like to like more people. We found, I found, very frankly, that we couldn't say anything at all about what am I trying to say? We couldn't say really anything about uh, um, well, Trump for sure. Couldn't say anything about anybody. It's the damnedest thing. Anyway, thank you. My friends, you have a great and a glorious night. Thank you for being with us. We will be back tomorrow at 8 a.m. as usual. Thank you. Thank you. Don't lose your faith. Don't lose your uh, your focus. We'll see you then. And don't forget these these wonderful. Oh, and by the way, thank you, Liz Solak. Thank you, and Mr. Fox. Thank you as well for your kindness. We'll see you tomorrow, 8 a.m. Until then, remember the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Dead, dead.